You're listening to an Accent Productions podcast. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Moo D&D with the Oops All Professors episode. Last session, we had the School of Mogwarts we were introduced, where it seemed that the school had been taken over by none other than Moldemort, where he had put the students and professors into some kind of trance. However, two students were rescued, that of Bain and Florence, and they were tasked by Professor McGonagall to head over to Dumblejob's office to give a potion to his phoenix, the school favorite, Doc Wash. There, Doc Wash would be able to disseminate the potion to wake everyone up from their trance. As Bain and Florence were going, they ended up fighting a giant snake in Professor Redmond, the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom, And then after defeating the snake, they went to check on a sound they heard earlier from the guy's bathroom. Upon entering the bathroom, they found themselves face-to-face with head boy Dwight Perry. And that is where we pick up our adventure. And there you find the head boy, uh, uh, Dwight Perry, um, who who is in charge of all of the students and and make sure that, you know, they're staying in line. Um, And... He just looks at you with this empty look in his eyes. Uh, and you you get the sense that he probably was infected with whatever this uh, mind thing oh, is. No. Oh, man. Like he, at the end of Divergent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Yes. Uh, and he looks and says, uh, and with that, he is going to attempt to... Uh, do sacred flame at uh, at you, Bane, because you made the most noise. Um, so he'll get this one attack, and then we will do initiative again. Um, I don't know, I gotta pull up this sacred flame. Oh man, is that a spell that we have? Yep, okay. Um, so, Bane, I need you to do a deck saving throw. So roll your d20. And then in this top square, you'll add whatever your dexterity is. 21. 21. I did roll a 20 on that one. A natural 20? Yes. Oh, you see, you have seen Head Boy Perry do. He thinks he's like real slick with his sacred flames, but you know the exact movements you could do it in your sleep because... He, He's not that sneaky with it. Mm-hmm. So you just, like, with the quickness and stealthiness of a Black Panther, you just jump out of the way. Nice. Not Sacred Flame misses you completely. I'm feeling better about that one. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we're going to enter into combat again. So you'll roll your d20 and then add your initiative to it. Okay. And then we've gone back to the bottom. Okay. Six. Six. All right. What'd you roll? Oh, me too. Sorry. Are you good? Twenty. Ooh, it's a, not natural, a natural twenty. Okay, though. a dirty twenty though. Yeah. Awesome. Um, a dirty, dirty twenty. 20. That's <laughs> That's what they call it. Um. All right. So the order is gonna go Florence, then Head Boy Perry, and then Bane. So that'll be the order in which we go. So Florence, what would you like to do? Um, I think, hang on one second. Yep. 
Now, let's say hypothetically, if I use one of my spells to, to detect magic, will it tell us what's wrong with Headboy Perry? Um, it will, but I'll say with what Professor McGonagall gave you earlier, you know that he's been affected in the mind. So, you, so we just know. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste a spell slot on that. I would say... Um, it wouldn't give us any new information that we don't already have. No. What you need is either, at this point, your options are to try and outrun Got it. Uh, him, which he runs about the same speed that you guys do, okay. to try and knock him unconscious, just so essentially incapacitate him, yep. um, so that you can go and then get the aerosol out for everyone. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead, and Dr. Perry, I'm, I would like to really apologize for this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use my quarter staff. Okay, great. So roll the d20 and then add the attack modifier, which is the plus five. 23. Oh, that definitely hits. Yep. So. Perry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, were you doing one or two handed with that? I mean, two. I really meant it. Yeah, perfect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll roll a d8, which is like the diamond-ish looking one. And then you'll add a plus five to it. Six. Six. All right. So you take your quarter staff and you just clock head boy oh, Perry. No. Um, and it kind of like, and he kind of like turns uh, and holds his cheek for a second. Um, hold on. I need to get to I think we should clarify it's boy Perry. So this isn't the one we know. Like this Correct. is. This yeah, is so. head boy Perry. Yeah. yeah. So. Or oh. sorry. Assistant headmaster. There we go. Yeah. I had the wrong ah. name. Assistant headmaster. Dwight Perry. Um, sorry, you said you did... Two-handed. Two-handed, but what was the damage again? Do you remember? Oh, six. Six. Okay, great. Um, Alright, so he kind of, like, grabs his cheek um, and says, No, 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 Miss Hornsberry. I don't want to have to give you detention in the Forbidden Forest. Uh, and with that, he's going to... Um, attempt to uh he pulls out we'll say a, a short sword and he's mm -hmm. gonna attempt to swipe you with it oh no here uh well that was a natural one so um <laughs> yes assistant headmaster dwight perry uh takes and you just with again with quickness you two are just light on your feet yes. being you know young sprite students and mm -hmm. so those short sword just completely whiffs over the top of your head um, great. Okay. Uh, up in initiative order, Bane, what would you like to do? I'm looking at the hold person spell. Uh -huh. Would that be helpful in this moment? Like what exactly, I want to make sure my understanding of what that does is correct. Is it, will it actually incapacitate him? Yes. Let me read it really fast before I, um, text hold person humanoid. Okay, yeah, so it will hold him. Essentially, what will happen is you, it will, you'll do the spell. He has to try and save against it. Um, if he doesn't, he is stuck frozen in place for six seconds. Um, when, wherein you two can try and run and hide, um, or you can attack him, but all of your attacks will have. Uh, what's called advantage if I remember correctly so 
it means that you get to roll twice your d20 and take the higher of the numbers. Let's try that then. Okay. So I'm going to try that. Let's do a whole, I'm going to do a hold person spell. Great. All right. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, ooh, well, he had a natural three plus two. So five probably doesn't. Uh, so if you look at your spell sheet, the um, mm -hmm. DC save, the top three things. What number do you have up there? Uh, spell the... save DC yes. is 14. Okay, yeah. No, so uh, you do the hold person and he kind of like locks up in place. Like it's the uh, Patrolis something spell. Trificus totalis. I... Yes, yes. So we'll say for the sake of this being Mogwarts, you take out your wand and you do that spell. Uh, and he holds in place and he's completely frozen. Nice. So, um, what would you like to do? So you have a bonus action. And so we could, and we movement. can't carry him anywhere or do anything like that. We have to either knock him out or get out. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could, or tie him up. You, you could tie him up. That's definitely an option. But we don't have anything to tie him up with. Um, no, uh, I will say this is a guy's bathroom. There's weird stuff in there. Someone has actually roll a history check for me. Oh, so D D twenty again, mm -hmm. and then add the history modifier. Four. Four. There's not a rope in here. Okay. Um. Uh. Florence, roll me a history check as well. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Ah, uh, twenty. A uh, natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh my goodness, Florence! In a moment of inspiration, you remember uh, that your boyfriend actually told you about the time that he hit a rope uh, in the middle sink uh, in the guy's bathroom because he thinks that it's funny to like sneak and like tie guys' feet together while they're on the toilet seat. To, like, sounds like a kind of boyfriend type of thing. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh you know, he's a little trickster. You know. Okay, um, so you can run and grab that rope, you know, exactly which sink it's hiding underneath yep. and you can use that to tie up, uh, assistant headmaster Dwight Perry, if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Big great. Time. <laughs> so you go and you grab that rope, you tie him up, uh, just as the spell is starting to fade. Uh, and, uh, uh, assistant headmaster Perry looks at you both and says, you will regret this. Uh, both of you make an insight check for me. So roll a d20 on your insight. Perfect 20. Perfect 20? Oh, I got a dirty 20. Oh my gosh, okay. Uh, you both recognize he is about to scream. So you need to, if you don't want to alert other people to what's going on in this bathroom, you may need to do something, whether it's just like covering up his... his can we shove some toilet paper in his mouth? Absolutely. Yep. So non-used toilet paper. Yeah. So we're going to go with <laughs> Thank you for the clean off the roll toilet paper nice. and pack it in his mouth. All right. So still so breathe out of his nose. But... Perfect. Ooh, yeah, great. Yeah. All right. So you have assistant headmaster Dwight Perry tied up and uh, his mouth is stuffed with toilet paper. So you guys are free to move on. And we didn't hurt him or kill him. So I feel a lot better about Me how too. that went down. I was nervous so. about that for a minute. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, so that crisis has been averted. Uh, you guys are currently still in the guy's bathroom, but what would you like to do now? Is, there, is there anything else in here that guys have 
nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll say for the sake of expediency, it's just the guy's bathroom. You got um, writing. Well, I think we need to start moving toward his office. So um, can we go out the north door and then move east? Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so you will, uh, so you got the north door and you move east. Um, we're going to come to the like crossroads where you run into the student, Steven Sanchez. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and he is just kind of lumbering, uh, uh, again, kind of out of it. Uh, go, both of you make a stealth check to try and avoid being seen. Uh, by Sir Stephen. 21 from me. 21? 18. 18. Nice. Rules. Um, Looking for... Uh, As you guys are walking, you're being super quiet, super stealthy, feeling good. Um, So you start to move southward, you turn um, left so that you're going eastward just past him. You think that as you're kind of up against the walls and it's dark, maybe Stephen can't see you. And all of a sudden his head snaps up and he looks you dead in the eyes. Uh, you both rolled really well, but uh, I'm afraid, Bane, it was not quite quiet enough. Steven still heard you. Oh, man. And um, he looks at you. So you've got one of two options. Uh, you guys can. You're, I'll say you're far enough away that you could try and run mm-hmm. um, and outrun him. Or you can confront Steven in the hallway. You said he was, like, lumbering down the... Yeah. So he... Uh, if you guys were coming down south, he was coming up from the north end. But that by by that meaning, like, he's not able to go pretty fast like mm. or is he just like chilling he was just chill he was like in that trance state but then your noise kind of alerted him so think of the lumbering like kind of out of it but then it just like mm-hmm. he like snapped and so he looks like he's about to regain his normal speed what have you got it let's start by running all right, yeah, let's do it with the running. Let's okay. see what happens when we run. Okay, great. Um, so you all start running down east, correct? Yeah. In between the two. So we, we we were past him when he put his head up. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let's I'll say you guys were about five feet past him. Okay. Yeah, let's keep going east. Okay. Away from him. Great. Uh, so for the sake of this, because he did see you, I'm going to have us roll initiative again. Yeah. So we need to know the order in which people are running. Wait, is that this one? Uh, the D20, and then add your initiative bonus. 20. Dirty 20. 20. Nice. Okay. Five. All right. Good for you. All right. So, Bane, uh, you... So, the way that it works in D&D is you have your movement, which is 30 feet, but you can also use your action to do what's called dash and move another 30 feet. So essentially moving 60 feet the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to do that? Would you, I would say, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. 
So we have some space between us and him right now, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you've got essentially five feet. Um, you have a clue that once it comes to Steven's turn, he will probably be able to close that gap or essentially stay within five feet of you the whole time. Got it. Yeah, I'd like to move away from him. Okay. And I, I'm curious on what a minor illusion would help in this situation. We could put... Uh, um, said you create a sound or image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. So can we make a wall? Uh, or yeah. an image of um, Assistant Master Perry? Yes. Um, I would say that you could um, do that and you... Is it you or is it the other character? Perhaps the mirage yeah. of the walls of Jericho. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you uh, will say that you can create that silent image of five feet. And what I'll do is Steven will have to roll a perception check to see if he believes that the wall is real. Let's or not. try it. Okay. Let's try that. Fine. All right. So you'll do that. A He's... picture of uh, image of. Assistant Master Perry with his hand up, telling him to stop. Okay. Nice. Great. Uh, and I'm going to give him disadvantage because he's very scared of uh, well, obviously uh, Headmaster. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that does not. Uh, he believes it. He believes that it's uh, Assistant Whoa! Headmaster Perry. So he come on, come on. Uh, that was a good idea. he stops. Uh, 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 hi, hi. Uh, so sorry, Headmaster Perry. And he turns around the opposite direction and the minute he turns away he kind of goes back into that fugue state and like starts lumbering again up the hallway like almost like he's in a pattern Love it. so nice. nice job all right way to avoid battle there that. um all right so you guys continue down that hallway i yep. assume yes Probably. great yep. okay so you come to this the t intersection yep. uh would you like to go north or south from there we gotta go south. Let's, yeah. make it, let's head to Dumble Job's office. Yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, that's the goal. Yep. Great. Um, so you go ahead and go up the stairs, um, and you, I assume, are gonna turn to go east to get into like the foyerish area. Can that's... we peek first? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, first, roll me a stealth check, and then I'll have you roll me a perception check. So what's your stealth? My stuff is low again. We're now we're at three. Okay. So the big feet are coming in. Okay. <laughs> Mine's 17. 17. And my perception is 22. Okay. Also 17. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, thankfully, in the moment, your big feet, uh, <laughs> we'll say your feet trip over the sword of Miffindor and it kind of like clangs against the side of the wall as you're trying to catch yourself. Um, you guys pause for a second listening you don't hear anyone coming so you think that you kind of lucked out this time um as you peek around the corner everything seems clear uh all that you see there is um the stone structure that guards uh uh dumble job's office uh to get in so um what would you guys like to do Gotta go for that stone structure. Okay, great. So you uh, walk towards the stone structure, um, and there you see it's a creature that uh, uh, is a four-legged 
uh, wolf-like looking creature. Its its back legs and tail are covered in gray, uh, which gives way to white marble-looking body, only to have its head uh, in that gray marbling again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a wolf who's running. He's arched with excitement because he's got the thrill of the chase of his quarry in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the archer, the the mascot oh, of oh, wow. uh, oh, okay. Mogwarts. Yes. Um, and he is known as the guardian of uh, Dumbledore's office. And as you guys move to approach it, the wolf head uh, turns towards you, kind of uh, like uh, moving slowly. And its mouth opens and it speaks. If interior passage you actively seek, then answer this riddle and sneak a peek. Riddles I give you the maximum five. Correctly guess three and I'll let you inside. So you all must succeed in answering three riddles correctly. Do we get six guesses like on a wordle or is it? <laughs> uh, no, you can. Uh, what I'll do is I'll give you both a chance to guess uh, and then it'll count as either a success or a failure. Perfect. Okay. Um, so the first one, he says, uh, seeing as we are a school of magic, but one that is theologically sound and biblically based my riddles shall be as such the first is which bible character had no parents oh man uh the only thing that's coming to my head is samson because of the name for something but i can't really think of what it would be is samson your guess yes I'm afraid that's incorrect. It is Joshua, son of Nun. Oh, gosh. oh man. <laughs> so that is one uh, failure. Uh, the next riddle. What kind of man was Boaz before he married? To edit my answer for appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this is me every time I'm moody and D. The amount of times I have to edit out where I'm like... Mm can't say that yeah that's not appropriate um you can ask some like clarifying questions if you want to try and is this a descriptor given in the text no oh is it punny yes 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 um myself but I don't know. I know, me too. I'm telling you, riddles, my brain's like, do not compute. I don't. Uh, think think pun with the spouse. So more off of the spouse's name. What was he before he was married? So Oh, I know what it is. He was ruthless. Oh, that nice. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> nice. All right. The next one. He's thinking too general, not yeah, specific. Totally. Yes. Uh, what kind of animal 
could Noah not trust? Um, is it punny? Yes, it's a play off of animals name. Okay. Yeah, we could only miss miss one more. Uh huh. I'm just thinking in terms of word association. Yep. Um, what kind of animal could Noah not trust? Um, the cheetah. That is correct. <laughs> cheetah. Got it. Nice. Next I feel so much riddle. better about that last one, though. <laughs> Get a little breathing room. Yeah. Get a breathing room. How did Moses... Take his coffee. He brewed it. Nice. That is correct. And with that, you see uh, the wolf kind of jump out of the way and the double doors open. Uh, and you guys are free to walk into Dumble Job's office. As you guys walk in, you see that uh, things are in their place normally. Um, but you're shocked to find uh, a copacetic and a lucid Dumblejob. No, I'm not, sitting, I'm not surprised by that. Sit, <laughs> sitting at his desk. Um, you do kind of do a quick look around and you see that his phoenix, uh, Doc Wash, is chilling in his cage. The door is closed. Um, and uh, uh, Professor Dumblejob looks at you and says, Well, hi, students. Uh... What's going on? What brings you here? The whole school is under a big spell and we're trying to get this potion to your bird so he can fix everyone. We really need to talk to your phoenix. Doc we Wash. want to talk to Doc Wash. Oh, well, here's the deal. Doc Wash is feeling a bit under the weather at the moment and you know i'm sure this thing will just blow over it's not a big deal i wouldn't worry about it it's probably some drill or something um both of you make an insight check so roll your d20 i was gonna say is this where like you had asked before like is he under a spell mm -hmm. we knew that about the students but we don't know that about him yeah right six from me not great okay same six. Oof. Okay. Um, I mean, it's Professor Dumblejob. Maybe he's acting a little weird, but at this point, you can't quite tell anything. Sure. I uh, think you're missing out on the necessity of a bold step here. And so, Doc uh, Dumblejob, the school needs you to take a bold step and uh, realize what's happening, and we need to have Doc wash. Yeah, but here's the time. There, there is uh, uh, such a time for bold steps, and I'm gonna say that uh, it's not one of those. Uh, trust me, Doc Wash is fine. He's happy in his in his cage. But you know, if you wanna if you wanna hand me the potion, uh, I you know I can take care of take care of this problem. Doctor Dumblejob, I don't see that 
as being a step in doubling our impact. Well, you know, I, I, I might have. <laughs> Honestly, that was really good. Uh, you know, I, I think I've just changed my mind about that. I don't know if uh, I don't know if doubling our impact is really what's important here. I think we all just need to chill and, uh, you know, just take a step back. How do we know it's actually Doc Job? I will let you guys Double roll Job. another insight check. Uh, the DC will be higher to know if it's him or not, but uh, you guys can roll it again. 12. 20. 20? Okay. Um, you're still just like, mm, sounds weird. Florence, you're thinking it sounds weird, mm-hmm. but you know, it could maybe he's just have an off day. Uh, you, Bane, this is not Professor Dumblejob. Um, this is uh, the words don't sound quite right, and you notice that as he's kind of walking around this desk to get towards you, uh, just on the fringe of his uh, uh, robes, there is a slight shimmer that that it lets you know that there's probably some kind of magical illusion going on oh, in this moment. No. Um, so what would you guys like to do? Um... spells we have. I've got a detect magic spell. Oh, do that. We want her to do that. We want to det- I want to use my detect magic spell. Okay. Would that tell us what Would that tell us more than what this the shimmering cloak is telling me? Um Technically, that's not how the spell works. It just lets you know if there is any magic around. Rats. Um but this is my game. We can do it. I want. So I'm going to say that um, I will let you use the. mm, Actually, I don't know if I want you to waste the spell slot. Um, Roll roll an arcana check. You both can do that if you want. So roll a d20 and add your arcana. What's arcana? Uh, It's the. Oh, it's like magic. An understanding of magic in this world. 25. 25. Five. Nice. All right. So, you know, you, Bane, being a Miffindor, you're more about, like, the defense against the dark arts classes and the... The sword. And the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, Florence, as a Mavenclaw, right. studious, super into magic, yeah. um, you... Now that you see that Bane is not acting normal, you see that shimmer, and you realize that um, more than likely this is probably a doppelganger. Um, who is able to take on the appearance of Dr. Dumblejob, but is not him. Um, and the only way to really get past is you're going to have to fight him. You're going to have to take him down. We're going to have to. It's the guy from Despicable Me. Yes. <laughs> um, so for that sake, I'm going to put us back on the map here for fighting purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll say that Dumblejob is here, and you two have just entered... Um, his office there. So let's go ahead and roll initiative and we'll go ahead and just enter battle for the sake of it. Ew. 13. 13. Hey, nice. All right. Um, so we'll say who has the higher dexterity? So go to these side numbers and tell me what the plus is for the both of you. Plus one. Three. Okay. So Florence, you go first. 
Um, then Bane, and then uh, Fake Dumblejob. So, Florence, what would you like to do first? I would like to go ahead and use my... I'm going to use my blindness deafness spell. Solid. Um, great. I believe that is a deck save. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Okay. So a constitution saving throw. Uh, so you go ahead and start to cast blindness deafness. Ooh. Uh, and he does not make it with a natural five and a plus two for a seven. So Ooh. he is, you can choose either blindness or deafness. Blind, please. Okay, perfect. So uh, as you do that, um, you strike out and uh, all of a sudden the, uh, this creature that looks like Dumbledore Job uh, transforms into this like uh, weird still bald but like all of the hair leaves his body so there's no eyebrows there's no facial hair he's this weird conglomerate of uh like uh, a, a, a milky brown with like patches of uh white almost weird uh his eyes glaze over the they're like stark white pupilless um, and he kind of screams out. Mm-hmm. Great. So he is effectively blind. Right. Um, what would you like to move at all? Um, I'm going to keep my distance for now, I think. Okay. Great. Uh, Bane, what would you like to do? Um, I would like, okay, so I can do a true strike, which, um, reveals his defenses. Nice. Or, um... Eldritch Blast, which just basically an attack. But am I too close to it? Am I too far away to attack? Um, Eldritch... There's no, real di- there's no distance on that, it doesn't sound like. I think Eldritch Blast is like 60 feet. We'll say 60 feet. I think you are you could reach him with Eldritch Blast for sure. I kind of want to know what his defenses are, though. Would that be, yeah, plan. let's do True Strike. Okay. Do you have to hit him for True Strike? You extend your hand and point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack. Roll against the target, provided that the spell hasn't ended. Okay. Um, So you go ahead and extend your hand, and I'll tell you, he can't be charmed at all. Um, So you realize you cannot affect his mind in any way. Okay. Um, to, so like a hex would do nothing to him. Uh, hex is more. No, that would still work because it's it's more just when you do damage to him. Got it. Um, so the eldritch blast would not have done anything. No, it still will. So essentially, charmed is like there are certain spells where you can try and make the person your friend, or you can try and make the person got it. Uh, do whatever you want them to do, and he is immune to that. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So, uh, you still have that bonus action, if you um, like. And then... You still have your hex up from before, if you wanted to move it on to him. Yes, let's do that. Okay, great. Uh, and then would you like to stay where you are, or... I do. Okay, great. So, with that, 
Uh, Dumble Jove is just going to step forward, kind of remembering where you guys were using his full movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's uh, within range, and he's going to attempt to do a... Um, oh, man. He actually doesn't have any magic. Well, that's exciting. Um, he's gonna <laughs> just... Does he get to fight against this uh, con save? Okay, so he's going to try and fight against your blindness because that's literally all he can do at the moment. Wow, good with the so, blindness spell. That um, was awesome. That He rolled a natural four, so even less this time. So he is Oof. still blind for this round. So that brings us back up to Florence. Florence, what would you like to do this round? I'm going to go ahead and use my sling. Your sling? Start Great. Kicking his butt. Yeah, All right. So roll that D20 for me. Uh, and you get advantage because he's blind. So you roll it twice and take the higher number. 16. Okay. Uh, Plus, do I, do I have anything? Yeah, you would add the whatever it says with your uh, plus five. Yeah, so that definitely hits. Oof. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and roll a D4. It's the triangle-looking one, yep. and then you add five to it. Wait, this one? Yes, yeah. And whatever number is sitting on top once you roll it. Okay, facing me on top. Okay, yes. and plus five? Yes. Eight. Eight, awesome. All right. Do some quick math here. Um, all right, great. So you take your sling, you do it at him. It hits him in the head. Uh, you can move, and then you don't have any spells that are bonus actions. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, would you like to stay where you are or move? I'm going to stay where I am. He, he seems pretty incapacitated. Okay. I want to keep him in range. Perfect. All right. Uh, so, Bane, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Nice with the David and Goliath move there. Thank you. Um, I'm going to hit him with the sword. Great. Um, so go ahead and roll your d20. 17 plus what? Oh, yeah. That hits. His armor class is 14. So okay. You know that you hit. Um, were you doing two-handed, I assume? Yes. Okay. So go ahead and roll that d10 again. And because you had hex on, I think you also get to add, um, yeah, a d6. So the normal dice-looking one as well. So a three. Okay. Three plus with your... This one? Yes. Just a normal dice? Three plus six. Okay. Nice. Uh, And your sword actually does six total. So it's whatever you roll plus three. So you did 12 12. points of damage. Nice. Um, All right. So uh, with that, uh, between your sling and your sword, he's starting to like hobble a little bit uh he's gonna move a little bit closer um and i'm gonna say that he's gonna go for bane first he pulls out a long sword um and is gonna attempt to hit you bane um well that was five plus six is 11 what is your armor class again 12 12 so it doesn't hit he once again uh duck He's going to attempt to get out of that blindness. What is with my rolls? He is still blind. Woo-hoo! Florence, what would you like to do? I'm going to go ahead and use... Let's do... 
You know what? I'm bringing the quarterstaff back out. Oh. Nice. All right. Donatello it. So roll that d20 and add plus five to it. 25. Nice. Natural 20. A natural 20? So you roll the d4 and you get to double the dice. Whatever you roll, you do it times two. And then you add that plus five on there. Okay. So three. 11. Thank you. 11. Nice. (laughs) All right. Uh, Bane, what would you like to do? Oh, I'm hitting with the sword again. All right. Go ahead and do that. Your sword plus three. The 20, right? Yes. The 20 plus three. 16. Nice. 16 hits. So go ahead and roll that d10 again. And do that plus three. Six, nine. Nine. And then roll your, because your hex is still up. Plus two. All right. Um, He's going to try and just reach out again. This time he's going to try and go for you, Florence. Um, That is a natural 15 to hit. And... So let's see, a d6 plus four. You take uh, eight points of damage. Okay. So, um, and he's going to try and be unblind. Yeah, I'm going to get my healing potion out. Okay. Um, He does uh, save on his blindness this time. So he is no longer blinded. Uh, Pupils come back, but that's all he can do for the rest of his turn. So. Um, your, to take a healing potion is a bonus action for you. Mm-hmm. So you can roll, uh, that D4, the triangle one, roll right. it twice. Add those two numbers together. Woohoo. Seven. Seven. And then you add two on top of that. So nine. Nine. So you get nine, but you only got eight points, right? Yep. Taken so off. So dead. you're back to full health. Woohoo. Nice. Great. All right. What would you like to do, uh, so you have your action now. Oh, and now I get my action. Yeah. Let's. I can blind again. Should we? Well, I mean, or quarter staff. I mean, I take it, finish staff him, finish him, him off. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty hurt. Him. All right, so go ahead and roll that d twenty. Twelve. Twelve, uh, plus is that just a natural twelve? Just the natural twelve. Oh, okay, yeah, it hits because you have a plus five to that. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll that. Uh, D4 again mm-hmm. and add five or eight. 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 All right. Oh, so you take uh, that quarter staff and you crack him again. Uh, this time he is really hurt. He's looking, he's looking pretty rough. All so right. Bane. Sword. Sword. Go nice. ahead and <laughs> attack him. Sword, 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 sword. 19 plus. That nice. definitely hits. Um, you don't even have to roll damage because he has one hit point left. So okay. uh, you take that sword um, and just like stab him through the heart. Double yeah? the impact. Double. <laughs> you said, yes, we're going to double the impact. Ah! Nice job. And with that, this doppelganger falls to the ground. Um, you guys are able, we'll say for the sake of expediency, run over and realize that he had locked in the phoenix dock wash but you're able to undo the lock um hand the phoenix the potion which he actually consumes himself and uh goes off flying and essentially aerosol sprays the entire grounds of mogwarts restoring everyone back to their right minds um, and you two get to go down in history as the students that saved all of Mogwarts from mind control. Woo!
Without Way to killing go. anyone. Without, without killing Without killing our bosses. Without right. killing your bosses. Excellent. Honestly. <laughs> Very good job. Um, and with that, excellent job, you two. Thank you for coming and playing it was with awesome. me. It was super fun. Yeah, yes. I loved it. And thank you to all of you listeners out there. You can find us uh, on Saturdays on XN Radio and then on Spotify and Apple Podcasts the following Mondays. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you DMs out there had fun listening to us play. <laughs> uh, I'm Prof Max signing off from Moo D&D. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us this week. Moody and D streams live on XN Radio every Saturday at 2 p.m. CST. And the podcast can be found on both Apple and Spotify starting the following Monday at 10 a.m. CST. If you missed part of our live episode or just want to listen to the episode again, we'd love to see you over there. You can also find us on Instagram at Moody underscore N underscore D. Again, that's the at symbol Moody underscore the lettered N underscore D and then the letter D. That's all for this week, friends. We love you, and we'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.